Welcome, everybody, back to another episode of the Mobile Economy Podcast. Eric Garrison here again with Donald Kamandi, and this week we're going to be talking about the mobile point-of-sale systems and mobile payment systems available to food trucks. So we've done a little bit of research and have reached out to a number of trucks and have talked to them over the last uh, week. The reason behind us talking with a number of these trucks is as we build the next edition of our mobiles.com application, we're looking to integrate with online ordering to bring online ordering of the food trucks that are able to offer it to the platform. And that would be coming out in the November, December uh, 2019 uh, timeframe is when we'd be looking to do that. So our developers and and uh, the technology group behind here are researching the uh, scope of the online ordering systems and what systems are being used by the food truck. So Donald, you're the one that reached out to them. What did you come up with? Yeah, so I reached out to a couple of, or I would say a vast majority of the different food trucks that we have on mobiles. And, you know, just on Instagram, Facebook, very nonchalant. But the main POS system that was used from our food trucks was Square. And I'm not really surprised by it because Square is a really easy uh, POS system to use. Um, But we did have a couple of trucks that used uh, Toast and a couple of other smaller or uh, other brand name POS systems. But I found it very interesting that most of the people were using Square because Square has a very high monthly fee, or not monthly fee, there is no monthly fee, but it has a very uh, high percentage per transaction. Yeah, that's actually something that uh, I'm not sure the trucks know is getting ready to change and go up by 10 cents per order that they take. So it makes perfect sense what I've used Square a ton, um, especially when I work with nonprofits. Uh, I usually suggest that you know that's how they get a easy merchant account. The 2.9% doesn't make a huge difference, but when you start talking about now an additional uh, 10 cent fee on top of that, it takes it even up a notch higher. And um, what we have seen is that the difference uh, if you got low sales uh, of, uh, of a truck, the 2.9% doesn't make a big difference. But when you start talking that you're doing 10,000 a month or more, that 1% difference between a normal merchant account and Square could make a big difference to somebody's profit. And now you've had that 10 cents. We'll have to see whether the uh, food trucks stay in love as much with Square mm-hmm. in 2020 when the uh, prices are higher. Yeah, I I do agree with the whole price standpoint of it, but I think one of the big things Square has going for them is how easy it is to get uh, up and running with it. You know, I remember when I decided to make my own business on the side. I was like, you know what, I need something just in case someone decides they want to pay with a credit card. And I had my account set up within, I want to say, five, ten minutes. And then within two days, I had my card reader. So, And the card reader is free, like the little one that just plugs into your phone. And I think it's a really easy platform to get started on. You, You can just create your different menu items, uh, regardless of what you have running as a business. It's it's a pretty easy store to get set up and running, especially if 
you don't have those monthly fees. Uh, I think it's a lot better for the smaller people, um, you know, or if you're just getting started and you don't want to commit to those monthly fees or even longer contracts. Yep. And we came across a list on the uh, internet of the top POS systems and uh, as being somebody in the technology and working around you know the food service companies a local company here to us uh, I will put it this way a uh, a local bar that I may have visited a time or two um, they put in the touch bistro system and the equipment came and then the next question was to them was going okay how do we set this up and there was a lot of setup problems with it because what they realized was that the cash drawer system they had that was a little older didn't interface with it Mm -hmm. the printers that were supposed to be able to work with it from the salesy guy didn't work with it Um, they were not wi-fi enabled printers they looked like the printer that would work but they were not the printer that would work so next thing you know, you now have to buy additional uh, printers that are Wi-Fi capable, set the right IP addresses, which is the uh, internet addressing uh, on the devices to get everything to work. And that was in a stationary business. He also owns a food truck. And when it came time to talk about whether the Touch Bistro system was going in the food truck, that even made it more complex. So mm-hmm. that's where I see that some of these systems that are being used by restaurants may or may not be the best fit for a food truck Mm -hmm. yeah one of one of the things especially and we'll get into this more as we go through the entire list but i also saw that uh, even though this list that we found is particular to the food truck systems i think it's hard Uh, you have to do a lot more research before you decide to dive into one of these systems this way you don't have to switch POS systems uh, either halfway through the month or you know regularly because you want to get one that is going to be right for your business and then this way you can learn it and understand how it works and hopefully not spend a lot of money on top of that because especially as we all know we we want to make sure our profit is as high as possible especially if you're running a food truck yep which gets you down to some of the other uh applications are available out there. One of them is a company called uh, Shopkeep. So it, for the value, looks like is one of the uh, better value ones. They are little, um, they, they hide the price on the website, which I hate when companies do that, especially on something so high commodity like this, mm-hmm. where you make somebody sign up or you hide the prices behind that they have to uh, uh, contact somebody. I think that's one thing great about what Square does is you know what your cost is going into it. You know what your cost is all the way around. Um, but the uh, Shopkeep software looks to be about $69 for a truck to to get that system. And it uh, runs on Android or iPads uh, in, the, in the truck. The thing I would say is if you're buying an iPad, my, you know, from a technology standpoint, I definitely make sure that you get an iPad that has the cellular uh, card in it, which a lot of times if you're upgrading a phone at either Verizon or AT&T, 
they run specials to have you add those on. So you might be able to find, as I did when I uh, upgraded and got my last iPad, I bought a uh, upgrade to my iPhone and got a uh, iPad with a cellular card in it for only a hundred bucks, and you couldn't beat that. It would it would have been more expensive over at the Apple Store directly. <laughs> um, but that way you have it using the the cell connection for the Wi-Fi built inside of it and not having to then go to a MiFi hotspot uh, and, and get your connection. Now, uh, the bad news is I think that every food truck we've talked to that has had any type of credit card processing problems with, the, uh, with any of the services, the signal inside of a food truck is sometimes terrible. So mm -hmm. that is where you may have to, depending on how the trucks are designed, get a external antenna or some type of a booster to get that uh, router to be able to reach outbound. If you do put your iPad near the glass in your, your uh, window opening, that will help it out. But even glass stops some cellular and, and Wi-Fi signals. So, um, you know, that's one thing to keep in mind. Another value to the ShopKeep software is the fact that it uses a traditional merchant account. Mm -hmm. That does make it harder. You need to talk with a merchant account provider and get a good one. Um, and then keep in mind you're probably going to change your merchant account provider in the future as your volume grows to get the better rates. But by doing that, you can then process your credit cards at 1.9% to uh, basically 2.1, depending if it's a reward card, versus the 2.9 and a 10 cent charge that's coming down from Square in the uh, future here. Yeah, so. one, of, one of the big things I found from Shopkeep as well is that they do a lot of uh, management and data on their platform. So in particular, they have different things like ingredient tracking. So if you get really into the system, you can put... Uh, what type of ingredients you're ordering for the week or even the month and it'll keep track of that and then it can also uh, keep track of your employees and what they're paid and then your order management this way you can really dive into those numbers to uh, build upon your uh, profit within the truck and within each order so the next one on the list is toast do like the name it sounds like a small cafe uh, sounds like a place I'd go for breakfast I think mm -hmm. but uh, the toast system looks to be pretty advanced the published price around it is uh, starting at the $79 a month and then about 900 bucks for the uh, the hardware that you would need to run it they are a little bit more proprietary but they're also definitely more on the more advanced uh, front so it uh, it came to us by a food truck that uh, Donald reached out to who said, you know, I have been with Square, I'm upgrading to Toast. Mm -hmm. And the reason is that he is a uh, food truck that is a higher volume truck. He's been in the market for a couple of years. He is one that is uh, frequently on uh, some of the properties that we manage the scheduling for. And we know that he is uh, serving a lot of food in a very short amount of time. The exciting piece that we're looking at on this is that Toast does have integrated online order fulfillment uh, or order management into it so that you can easily have the orders flow into the POS and be able to send out the notifications that the order is ready. So it does look to be a very robust system. We haven't kicked the tires hands on with it yet, but uh, 
you know, when he gets that up and running, I think that's one we're going to have to make a, uh, a call out and uh, sample the food as well as see how the new POS system is working, which he'll probably have online. Did he say he just got the hardware and switching over to it? or uh, He said he was just switching the, the account, uh, yeah. so I don't know if the hardware is quite there yet. But one thing with Toast as well is there is a $500 installation and setup fee. And that is just for training and uh, whatnot to get you all set up and running for the Toast system, which is, I mean, at least in my eyes, that's that's kind of that's hurtful, you know. See, five hundred dollars for installation for training and it does seem a little high. Yeah, as somebody who not all that long ago did set up one and was paid in beer. Um, it shouldn't take that much time to set up a good point of sale system, but you are also talking about a more advanced system. Right. You're talking about pairing up multiple uh, devices because I think what what we're looking at here is that they have a primary um, uh, computer for tablet system for the order window, and then it's feeding back to an electronic ticket system at the line for for the cook and prep and everything. Mm. So. Um, there is more pieces to it, and especially when you're talking about implementation inside of a truck, it does get a little trickier. So that could be why the setup fee is what it is. Uh, and you also have to look at it and say, this is uh, an expert doing the setup versus having you read the manual and try to you know, get frustrated and try to follow it as it more advanced stuff. I know even working on Square, some of the more advanced stuff around uh, food items can get a little frustrating at mm-hmm. times. It is user-friendly and flexible, but when you start trying to do something a little bit more advanced, it's where you're going, why does it work this way on Square? <laughs> and I, I have a feeling that may be why they do the setup fee. So, right. So Yeah. The next one is uh, Lavu. Uh, <laughs> and that one is $69 a month per register so and then the hardware is roughly $400 uh, which includes an iPad stand and a card reader and if you need an iPad you can pay an additional $400 but we don't recommend that and then there's an optional payment processing program that it has built into the system Lavu also has online integrated ordering, which you don't see a lot with POS systems today. And we think here at Mobiles that it's very important with how technology is growing and increasing in our everyday lives to have an online ordering system. A lot of people don't like getting on the phone anymore and calling up to place an order. Many more, you know, you're seeing it with all the fast Uh, food restaurants and even with some smaller uh, restaurants that the online ordering uh, is becoming a lot more prominent in these industries. Yeah, I'm really surprised. Uh, I fully expect why it took off so quickly at a place like McDonald's and Chick-fil-A when Chick-fil-A has got a line down the block. It makes sense to have the online ordering. The fast casual restaurants like an Olive Garden mm-hmm. and the amount of online ordering that you have going to those restaurants was one that uh, I didn't think it was going to take on quite as fast. Um, the the Labu system looks uh, uh, very robust. 
I would say from looking at it from the outside in, it does look like there's a few areas that it's not quite as robust as the, uh, the uh, other one there, the Toast system. Mm -hmm. But um, it also seems to be a uh, little different on the reporting. It, uh, you know, some of the reviews say that it focuses a little too much on the uh, tracking of the ingredients in inventory rather than the sales. So mm -hmm. if you've got complex dishes and want to know how many shrimp are going into each roll uh, on a given day, it's probably a good system if you're that, that type of person that is watching the food cost down to the component inventory. Uh, if you're more of a truck that is a little looser on that and is, let's say you're making pizza, which is a, you know, a higher profit margin item and you're more about the sales on it and a little less about the counting of the ingredients going in, then um, uh, toast may be a better solution for you than Lavu. Yeah. Uh, it, it's kind of our take on that one. Well, with, with Lavu being a little bit on the cheaper side compared to toast, um, one thing I would recommend, because Lavu gives you the option to have a two-week trial, um, and it's free. So if you have the opportunity or the time to be able to test it out, I definitely recommend it, because it is on the cheaper side of Toast, and even though it's not more robust, you may not need uh, what Toast is offering for the higher price. But the next one on the list is... Uh, Touch Bistro. So this is the one I've actually helped implement before. Mm. So if you have a high volume uh, uh, location, let's say that you operate a food truck and a retail location, this is probably a good solution. It's very cloud managed. The setup on it for a technical person was not hard. The setup on it for a non-technical person was difficult because it wanted to know and have you put in um, static IP addresses into the cash registers and pair them up uh, directly right uh, actually not the cash registers the the terminal printers mm -hmm. and the cash drawer um, system so those had to be mirrored up and uh, tied to the uh, to the iPad a little different than just a Bluetooth pairing mm -hmm. um, the nice thing about it in this location was that you had two sets of everything and you, if one were to go down it would automatically fail over to the other so if you were a very high volume truck and had two ordering locations or an ordering location uh, window as well as a second one that is taking the online orders and maybe doing management and fulfillment this system is going to have a lot more of those features cost wise it is definitely uh, upping the scale so um, for your single unit it looks like it's uh, uh, about $69 for the, the the first and about $129 for the second and then you know your hardware you're going to be a few hundred dollars one item that this had that I had not seen anybody else have is the self-service kiosk mm -hmm. so uh, yeah I was reading about that that's that's really helpful if you're operating a high volume food truck where you have long lines and you're trying to diminish the wait time and keep everyone on the grill or uh, on the line cr making the food. I think it's very helpful and then just let the system uh, 
or let your customers use the system and order their food. This way you can just focus on creating and making their food and getting it to them in a timely manner because I know that's yeah. a big thing. Yeah, I'm thinking about some of the trucks that service uh, the the office parks, which are very you know techie companies. They would have no problem walking up to the kiosk and placing their orders, doing uh, their payment and everything, and eliminate the need for that one body to be there to talk. And, and we all know how sometimes the generator noise, it's a little hard to hear. Here you're actually seeing the photo of the food um, and all the options there on the touchscreen. Mm -hmm. The demo unit mm -hmm. that they were showing, it is set up as a uh, iPad Pro, which is a little bit bigger of a screen uh, running in their, in their uh, sample there. And it looks like it would be very easy for somebody to navigate and uh, uh, be able to place the orders on this. Um, I Again, I've, I've played with the software and the support behind the company seemed very good. Not that we're endorsing anybody here. You know, the, the big <laughs> phrase is definitely do your homework, try out and see which company seems to work best with you because it doesn't seem like there is any silver bullet except for one, which mm -hmm. is Square, which is by far the easiest. Yeah. <laughs> so and the, the, the easiest to say, I want to set up today and take a credit card, because uh, you could go to Best Buy or Office Depot or I bet even Walmart would have the readers there. Mm -hmm. um, that's where I got the chip reader for the uh, square that I have, and uh, it was just on the shelf at uh, Best Buy. Right. So. Uh, one, one negative I am finding, and maybe you can speak more about this, Eric, because you set it up for Touch Bistro. Uh, you have to set up some sort of mini server for uh, all, like especially if you're having more than one kiosk, you have to set up a, apparently you have to set up a server to for them to communicate to each other. You don't have to. Okay. So it, it does say something about that in some of the documentation. That would be, um, I think that's a little bit of the older and that's in a more traditional, um, uh, you know, restaurant establishment. Mm -hmm. I set it up where the units were talking from each of the iPads, which talking to each of the, the printers and cash registers. Okay. So you had your primary, but then you could flip it over. So um, it is not required to have that type of interaction in the in the location we put it into. So um, you know you'd want to talk with them about that, but I think that that is really if you're in a uh, bigger installation where you've got also the um, the kiosk pads going out where you're giving the customer to do their own self-checkout mm. is, is something else that that has to communicate back to. And that is to keep all the sales data centralized. Whereas in a food truck, you're just going to use where each of the iPads are talking back to the cloud. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> cool. All right. So last but not least, but definitely the most expensive one we have is Revel, and so I said most expensive. It's ninety nine per month per register for your system, um, and then your installation fee is six hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, and on top of that, according to information we're seeing from people on online, so of course you want to talk with the the company if you are researching them. Um, it does look like it has a contract, possibly even up to three years, but you are getting them to support it and to help with the setup and customization 
and that is you know a big piece of it this I could only see this for a really high volume uh, situation I cannot see this for the majority of food trucks this this the price point the overall cost um, it does not look like it's got uh, uh, it doesn't look like it's missing anything to it, but it also doesn't look like it buys you anything to lock into that long-term contract, right. other than you do have um, uh, a little bit more of the established, you know, traditional retail type places also using it, standing with it. But, um, you know, it, it's definitely, it's why it's in the number six position of our uh, of our scale, as well as uh, the the articles that we found on the internet. Well, one, one reason I found that a couple of trucks will go with Revol is because uh, of their tax accuracy between states. So especially if you are operating a truck in different states, uh, it'll accurately track where you are and what tax should be uh, taken in from those states. Yeah, that... That is a good good feature. If you are operating in multiple counties, you could have some different sales uh, tax, depending on how the counties are uh, taxing on it. But I can see that if you're a Northeast uh, company, mm-hmm. that you are servicing New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, right. um, you've got totally different rates and different ways of charging, depending on what location you're at uh, up there. So, Yeah, uh, so that was our discussion on different POS systems. If you have any questions on some POS systems that you're looking at or looking into, please just email us at podcast at mobiles.com. If you would like to be on this podcast, if you would like to be interviewed, or if you would just like to talk with Eric and I, go ahead and email us as well. And We will see you on the next one. If you go ahead and subscribe to this podcast so you can know when we release this next podcast and our future podcasts, and then go ahead and follow us on social media. You can find us at mobiles, and we'll have the links in the description below. 